Hello, and welcome to another episode of Crash, the UK Geek Show. <laughs> oh. This is episode 295, recorded on Wednesday, the 25th of December 2019. Happy Christmas at 1427.20. Yes, thanks for tuning in. All this heavy breathing is because I've just... That's my Christmas dinner. Oh man, it was a lot. Oh, got my cider here. Mm. <clears throat> and why am I doing a show on Christmas Day? Well, it's something to do other than watch Entrapment. Man, I'm watching that at the moment. It's on iPlayer. Can't remember how bad that film was. <laughs> But yeah, Merry Christmas to family, friends, pod crew. That is me, of course. <laughs> the only pod crew. And to all listeners of Crash. Yes, this is a special Christmas Day episode. Delivered by yours truly. Not exactly half-crocked, but... Kind of feeling that way. I think it's a combination of all that food and half a bottle of cider. A small bottle, by the way, not the giant bottle. Make me a drunk man. And if you haven't tuned into one of these Christmas Day episodes yet, although I don't think I've done them every single Christmas, but I have done them for quite a few. A bit like the Queen's Speech, only with no corgis at all. I've been thinking about this, actually. I was thinking about it while I was writing the show notes, and if I had to have a dog, I think it would be a pug. Or a robot. I think they're really cute, robots and pugs. I even have a crown, although I'm not wearing it at the moment. <laughs> I've got a selection of crowns, actually. I've got two Burger King crowns, and a brown paper crown from an old Christmas cracker that's currently on top of Boris's head. And by Boris, I mean my childhood teddy bear, who is older and, well, it wouldn't be hard to be more intelligent than the current incumbent. Merry Christmas, everyone. I had some Christmas cards. <laughs> You know what? If your Christmas isn't as great as you think it should be, well, listen to this podcast, because I'll tell you how mine is going. It's not terrible, but I've had a few disasters, and it isn't that TV Christmas you see everyone having and enjoying, and lots of people gathering around and all that stuff, and jumpers. Well, thank God it's not jumpers. I really hate jumpers. Let's start off with those Christmas cards. Yeah, I had two. One from an auntie. Thanks, auntie. And another from a neighbour. I haven't had my parents' Christmas card yet. And I assume that it's delayed somewhere because it has an extraordinarily long voyage to get here. At least that's what I'm telling myself. Only joking, mum and dad. I'm sure it's on the way and it's just the usual... Royal Mail problems. Wait a minute, is it still Royal Mail? Not sure. How about Christmas presents? 
I have zero presents this year because the only person to buy me a present would be myself. And the other day I did go out to look for a present and I got so stressed out by the pressure of having to look for a present that I just gave up. I will get myself something eventually. I just won't rush it. I'll wait till there's something I actually want. As I said, I have just had my Christmas dinner, and man, it was just too much. Oh, do you know how they sell very cheap bags of vegetables this time of the year? They're not small portions, they're huge portions, and I didn't use everything, but I used quite a lot. Although, I do plan on spreading out the Christmas dinner until... Almost the new year. Stand by for a lot of cranberry and mayonnaise sandwiches. Oh, and in case I forget, before the end of the podcast, I'm planning a couple more shows before the new year. It's up till New Year's Eve, possibly into New Year's, because it's nice to do one really late on New Year's Eve and then see in the new year. The next one will be a vintage Doctor Who podcast. And the one after that on New Year's Eve will be my best movies of the decade. Because we're into a new decade, I think. I'm not actually sure. But I think it is, depending. It sounds like it's a new year. I mean, it could technically be 2011, but this sounds better. It's a nice round 10 number. So I'm assuming everyone who's going to be doing those end of the decade lists will be counting this year as the end of the decade and the beginning of a new decade. Where was I? Did I actually tell you? Yeah, the. <laughs> sorry about that. A brain drunk on a huge amount of food. Oh, God, I think I'm going to explode. Oh, a wafer, sir. No, where was I? Uh, yeah, the movies. Yeah, my best movies of the decade. The main difference between my list and everyone else's is mine is very personal. I've made no attempt at objectivity. Simply picked the movies that stayed with me the longest. And also, the difference between my list and the usual film podcast lists. There are so many film podcasts, I can't even count them. I'm subscribed to many of them, so hello there. I wonder if um, any of them are subscribed to me. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, my voice is cracking a bit. Ugh. Don't vomit. Okay. Yes, my list will consist of three of my top science fiction movies, three of my top fantasy movies, and three of my top horror movies. I've also included, for the non-geeks, three of my generally non-genre movies. And I've also ordered them into first, second, and third place. So that's going to happen on New Year's Eve and into the first... Oh, bugger. Did I say 2010 a bit earlier on? Roy the Tape Editor here. No, you did not say that. You said 2011, you idiot. Exactly how much cider did you have? I'm ten years out. What is wrong with me? It's the cider. 
Ha ha, told you. Yeah, that will see us into 2020. It is 2019, Roy, not 2009. Where did those 10 years go? Did I tell you I ate too much? Yeah, I probably did. Yeah, so we've got those two podcasts to look forward to. Hopefully I'll also be ramping up the vintage Doctor Who podcasts in the new year. So there's that to look forward to as well. What's an adrenaline junkie bike career to do after a fatal wipeout? How about inheriting a weird box, partnering up with a lethal and sexy reporter, and going on the adventure of a lifetime? Join Geeky X Rocker and his enigmatic partnering crime as they are drawn into the mystery of the century deep in the dark heart of London. It is a secret that will change their lives forever, if it doesn't kill them first. The Horrors Box is a very dark, very funny, fast-paced, action-packed, suspense thriller brimming with pop culture nostalgia and unique characters. If you liked Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Goonies, National Treasure, and Preston and Child's Agent Pendergast series, you will love this high-octane and explosive page-turner as quirky and British as James Bond and Doctor Who by UK author Roy Martha. Oh, that's me. And this is my book. You can find The Horus Box on Amazon as a Kindle ebook now. Let's move on to a few things that I watched on TV. I did a little TV viewing as well as some other viewing, and the first thing was his Dark Materials. I finished watching what I assume is the first season of His Dark Materials, and I was really surprised by the ending, which probably surprises a lot of you. But the thing is, I've never read the books. I started reading the first book, and it didn't really appeal to me, so I never went through the series. Unusually, usually into these geek things, I really into Harry Potter, but this, no, not so much. But yeah, I was surprised by the ending, and although I really didn't like Lyra that much at the beginning, I did like her a lot at the end. And that's all of the normal non-Christmas viewing I did. I was bored (laughs) a day ago, and I had a look on BBC, and there were a couple of Christmas-themed things. There was a comedy called Click and Collect, with Asim Chowdhury and Stephen Merchant doing their comedy thing. I thought it was a bit obvious, but not actually offensive. It's a one-off drama about a dad trying to get his daughter a last-minute Christmas present. And that's click and collect. Not terrible, not that memorable either. Better than that was A Christmas Carol, and here Dickens is getting the Peaky Blinders treatment. I think it's from the creator of Peaky Blinders. It starts off with a Peaky Peeing Kid. Peaky Blinders, Peaky Peeing Kid. That's a lot of peas. I really can't do that. I'm only halfway through the first episode. It's good. Although I can really hear a lot of Guy Pearce's Australian coming through in his presumably London accent. Unless they're going to explain that later on. I mean, why couldn't he have been Australian? 
I mean, why couldn't they have made the character Australian? That would have been a nice twist. Maybe they will, who knows. And that's all the cultural things I have to talk about this week. Let's move on to technology and prepare to feel better about your Christmases. Because if you're having a crap Christmas, this has got to cheer you up. Here are some of the Christmas technological disasters that have befallen me. Befallen? Befell me. Befallen. I could just leave it. Okay, yesterday I got all the timings wrong and everything and there was a point in the day that I'd missed a meal and I was very, very hungry and in a rush to make my lunch yesterday I did something really, really stupid for the very first time. Something I never actually do. Not that I can recall anyway. I left open the door to my fully stocked Christmas freezer for four hours. (laughs) I'm hoping nothing got too defrosted. I didn't look too closely. I just shut the freezer and pretended not to think about it for a while. But I've had my Christmas dinner now. I don't seem to have been poisoned. But give it a few hours. We'll see how that goes. That was the first annoying thing. The next stupid techie thing to happen is this morning. When I woke up, I thought, I'd better get a move on because I've got things to do, card to deliver, got Christmas dinner to make, got a few other things to do. So I put on my tracksuit, put my Roku in one pocket and my phone in the other pocket, went to the bathroom you can see where this is going, and dropped my Roku. (laughs) Directly into the toilet. It went right in, and it got a good soaking. And just to add insult to injury, (laughs) the same time that my Roku came out of my pocket and drowned, My smartphone left the other pocket. It didn't fall into the toilet bowl, but it banged display first right into the side of the ceramic bowl. The Roku did stop working, and I had to put it on a towel and then put the towel on a radiator until it dried out because nothing was working. It was completely screwed. I couldn't get any channels. It was a nightmare. The phone amazingly sustained no damage at all, as far as I can see. I haven't had the courage to take off the case to check, but it appears to be okay and it still seems to be working. And that was really lucky, because with no Roku, it meant no Christmas Day television. Luckily, I have... As I've said before, a Raspberry Pi 3B Plus running Libra Elec. And because my phone was okay, I could use the Yahtzee Android remote control app on my phone. I don't use the standard remote app because for some reason it never really works properly. And once it stops working, then it can not work for an entire day. So I use this non-free app. It still works, you just don't get all the extras if you don't pay 
So that's great. Right down the toilet. Ah, what else did I do today? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I sent some Christmas messages. I sent everyone who I have been in the chat with on WhatsApp a Merry Christmas. This is partly because I'm a nice person, but also because it makes crap friends feel guilty. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sure a few of them are listening to this. They're not going to like that. And it makes enemies feel small because they think, Ah, oh, look at that enemy of mine. He has such generosity of spirit that he's even wishing me Merry Christmas. What a guy. <laughs> Actually, I don't really have any enemies. I'm not that important. Oh, it would be nice to have a mortal enemy, but I don't. I did choose to only do that on WhatsApp and not on Skype which is the other messaging app that I use quite a lot, because if I did that on Skype, it would only confirm to past guests on this podcast that they shouldn't have given out their contact details to a weirdo. <laughs> so why is that funny? It's not funny. <laughs> oh, nose laugh. Oh. Oh dear. Right. Uh, is there anything else to add to my Christmas message to my listeners and everyone else in the universe? I don't think so. I think I've covered it all. Um, going back to the sofa to recover and maybe in an hour or two edit this show and upload it so you can all listen. Hopefully I'll upload that before the end of Christmas. No, I'll definitely do that. It's only nearly three at the moment, so I'll start editing in an hour or two, and this should be up today on Christmas Day. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope my small personal disasters has cheered you up. Uh, nothing else to say really, so I'll leave it for now and let you get on with your Christmas holidays. The show is produced, presented and edited by me, Roy Martha, a writer. Martha is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. You can find more about me or get in touch at RoyMartha.com for further reading. There's a link to the show notes in the description of this episode. If you want to help, please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen, although I'd prefer reviews on Apple Podcasts and recommend it to a friend. If you don't like the show, if you hate the show, then recommend it to a mortal enemy. You were listening to Crash, the UK Geek podcast, episode 295, recorded on Wednesday the 25th of December 2019, Christmas Day, and the time at the end of the show is 14.50 exactly. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye.